praise today. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, since we got through the Thanksgiving holidays, we've got to have a lot of people running laps around the church today. Not only for your spiritual well-being, but your physical as well. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> we want to we want to welcome everyone today, and um, glad to see you here. Uh, miss those that are not here uh, today. Welcome those that are watching by means of the live stream, and we come together just to worship the Lord and to give Him honor. And praise, hallelujah. And when we send the praises up, the glory comes down, amen. So uh, we want to dedicate this service first and foremost to our Lord, Savior Jesus Christ. Looking on our, our bulletins, we uh, uh, got some um, birthdays to celebrate today. First of all, I'm going to mention this one that was given to me. We got one young lady that's here today, she's been here. I think uh, time or two before, but Amara Day is eight years old today, and we want to give you a happy birthday. <laughs> All right, amen, eight years old. That is great. Good to have you with us today on your birthday. And also, uh, Paula's got a birthday today. Yeah. And although he's not with us right now, um, but uh, Mason is going to have a birthday coming up tomorrow, so we want to wish him a happy praise the Lord. Amen. Welcome all of those and wish him happy birthday greetings. Okay, um, getting to our announcements um, um, for uh, this coming week. Um, we will be having our midweek um, Bible study this Wednesday night at 7 o'clock, and uh, we hope that you can be here. Uh, my plan, I mentioned to you um, a couple weeks ago about the new home Bible study books, and uh, I got to finish up the last half of the lesson that I taught the last time, but it won't take um, um the full time, and I, uh, when I finish up with that, I'm going to go be going through these um, little uh, pamphlets beyond belief, and uh, this is something that I want um, the whole church to get involved in beginning in 2024. Um, I read, I have been reading some statistics, and um, um, the latest statistics by Barner Group which is a well-trusted group, tells us that um, 86% of new visitors attend a church for the first time because of somebody from the congregation has personally invited them. Uh, and uh, some people seem to think that, uh, I know you've heard the word, um, the Great Commission, uh, there in Matthew 28, uh, uh, a lot of people take it, well, that's talking about uh, preachers, but it's not talking about preachers. When he said, go ye into all the world, uh, he was talking to the whole body of Christ. Amen. Tell somebody, be a witness to somebody. 
And we want to do our best to break that bad cycle. Well, also the, uh, uh, the statistics say that uh, the majority of Christian people um, that's been in church 20 years or more has never personally led one person to the Lord. And uh, uh, that, uh, that's something that we need to try to turn around because uh, God expects us all to bring forth fruit. Now, the fruit of an apple tree is another apple. Fruit of an orange tree is another orange. And when Jesus says, go forth and bear fruit, the fruit of a Christian is another Christian. Amen. And um, But we're going to try to go through this some, and um, we're going to begin to push this coming up uh, in 2024 um, next year. Um, the ladies' Christ Christmas party is going to be this Saturday. Um, December the 2nd, time is going to be from 2 to 4 p.m. So this is something for all the ladies, and uh, hope you take part in that. They have a good time doing that every year, and that's coming up this coming uh, Saturday. And, um, and also, I want to jump ahead. It's not in the bulletin, but our annual uh, church banquet, Christmas banquet, uh, is going to be on the 16th at 5 p.m., and um, we're asking everybody to sign up for that because that food is catered in, uh, and we um, um, want to um, take care of that so the people don't have to uh, go to the trouble of um, making the meals and bringing them in and everything. So um, there will be a uh, sign-up sheet for you to sign up for so we can get a count of, um, of how many's coming. Amen. That's uh, uh, the church Christmas banquet, Saturday, December the 16th at 5 p.m. So everybody please remember that. Hallelujah. We also will be having a normal service on December the 31st. That is, um, that is the last day of the year. Uh, we will come in uh, Sunday morning and have a normal service, just like what we we do every Sunday. And then uh, we will be back here that same night for our watch night service at 8 o'clock. Uh, watch night service is always a, a, a big highlight of our yearly services. We've uh, been doing this for many years. And on uh, Sunday night, December the 31st, we will um, um, be back here at 8. The service will start at 8 p.m. And then we will have service a couple hours till about 10. And then we'll break and go to the fellowship hall for some refreshments. And, uh, and then come back at, um, uh, at 11 o'clock, finish out our service. And then everybody knows we gather around the altars and we pray the old year out the new year in. I wanted to go ahead and give you a heads up uh, on um, all of those things that are coming up so you can be prepared and um, um, give um, uh, thanks to a couple groups. First of all, our um, annual um, planning committee met uh, uh, the other week and uh, putting out, uh, coming up with the calendar for next year. That will be printed pretty, pretty soon now. 
to give everybody a heads up about what's going to be going on during the coming year. Uh, so uh, people uh, miss something, can't use the excuse, well, I didn't know about that. Uh, hello? Amen. We want everybody to know about it, and so that's that will be coming out also um, as well. And so I want to thank those that stayed after service and um, and worked on that. And then also, isn't the church decorated really great? Amen. And we want to give special appreciation to those who came over this past Friday and uh, decided to stay away from the mad rush on uh, Black Friday, but came over here and helped, helped decorate. There was, uh, we had um, a few that did come in, and that um, makes it a whole lot easier when you've got um, four or five or six people helping doing that. And we want to give you special thanks. Amen for doing that, and um, I think everything really looks nice. Praise the Lord. We are going to get into our devotional scripture as we open up uh, for worship today. Um, before I begin to read this, let me ask you a question. Anybody know what it's like to get tired and wore out? Just, I mean, you just go and you go and you go. Uh, I never, I never will forget uh, back years ago when I first started uh, started um, working. I was I was working um, at a um, a warehouse. And part of my job was uh, loading trucks and things of that nature. And uh, there was a gentleman there then that was um, he a um, little bit younger than what I am now because he hadn't retired yet. He was probably he was probably 60 or 61 year old uh, that uh, that worked there, and he um, um, came in and said, "Who all's tired?" I was the first one to raise my hand, and uh, he looked at me and said, uh, "How old are you, uh, son?" I said, "I don't know. I'm I'm about 20. I'm 26. I don't, I don't remember how old I was at the time. Just, but I was in my 20s at that time." He done that. He said, "You ain't old enough to be tired." Well, I'm uh, I'm 69 now, so I'm old enough to be tired. <laughs> Hallelujah! But uh, we got some some hope in Scripture for those of us that do get weary and and worn. And I'm going to read from Isaiah chapter four, beginning at verse 28, and read down through verse uh, 31. And he starts out by asking the question, Have you not known? Have you not heard? The everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, neither faints nor is weary. God don't ever get tired. He don't faint. He don't get weary. His understanding is unsearchable. He gives power to the weak. And to those who have no might, he increases strength. And then he goes on to say, even the youth shall faint and be weary. So I got used to that guy told me I wasn't old enough <laughs> to get tired. The Bible says, amen, even the young folks get tired and weary. 
Amen. I mean, if, uh, if you're human, you're going to get wore out from time to time. But here, um, he said, and the young man shall utterly fall. But here is the great hope. Verse 31, but those who wait on the Lord. And Brother Douglas mentioned that this morning in his, uh, in his Bible class teaching about waiting upon God and uh, and um, I said, well, I said, the Lord is bringing this kind of together. Those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. And look at this. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. I'm here to tell you today, church, that we may come in to the house of God today, weary and worn from whatever we have gone through this past week. You could be worn out physically, spiritually, or whatever. But if you wait upon the Lord in this service today, if you take your hope and your encouragement, God says, I'm going to renew your strength. Hallelujah. I'm going to let you leave the house in power and in glory. And if you believe that, let's give him a hand clap while the praise team comes.
I was wondering about this next song, doing it today, but got a couple of confirmations this morning when we read our devotion before worship. Talk about dancing in the rain, dancing in advance, because sometimes God may not calm the storm, but it'll calm you. And sometimes we got to praise him for being the way maker. And he's also the rain maker. So let's dance in the rain. Let's dance and praise him in advance. Because he is worthy of all our praise.
Yes, I am.
Storms of life. 
Come on, let's give him a hand clap of praise right now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen, 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 amen. Thank you, Lord. How many is glad for the rock? You're glad for the rock? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen, amen. You can be seated if you can. Woo, my Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory to God. Jesus will be anything to you that you need today. Amen. All you got to do is go to him and rely on him. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Let's give him one more hand clap of praise. Glory to his name. Glory to his name. Hallelujah. God, praise God, praise God. God is good. And all the time, hallelujah. Well, I believe if anybody in the house has got something to be thankful for back there, it's Brother Pat. Brother, would you stand and give us a testimony this morning about how God brought, what God brought y'all through? Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Amen, amen. Amen. When we found out about that, we just started praying, set the church people praying. I'm glad God's always there. He never leaves you, nor forsakes you. I know sometimes you say, well, God, are you there? You wonder if he's there. Well, even in those times, you wonder whether or not he's there. He's there. 
He never leaves us nor forsakes us. Hallelujah. We're going to worship God in giving right now. Amen. And um, God bless you. As you give, you can give several different ways. Everybody knows what, what we have. Um, you can um, an offering plate or uh, the uh, welcome desk or uh, the, uh, uh, the app online, whatever. Let's bow our heads and thank the Lord. Father, we come today. We thank you, Lord, for the powerful move of the Spirit that we have felt in our midst so far in this service. Thank you for your goodness and grace. Bless this offering we're about to receive. Bless the gift and the giver. In the mighty name of Jesus, let the church say, God bless you. Lord in your life, give him a hand, clap of praise. We're going to have Sister Darlene come sing a song for us at this time. She was lined up to sing last week, but the way service went. We cut some things short, but she's going to sing one for us right now. Let's just worship the Lord.
desire. So I'm, so I'm going to do that with the Lord's help.
We're going to greet one another in Jesus' name, dismiss for children's church. Well, it feels so good just being here again. It feels so good feeling what I feel again. There's just nothing I like better than God's people getting together. Feels so good being here again. It feels so good just being here again. It feels so good feeling what I feel again. There's just nothing I like better than God's people. So good being here again. It feels so good just being here again. It feels so good feeling what I feel again. There's just nothing I like better than God's people. So good being here again.
Praise the Lord. All right, let's give the Lord another hand clap as you make your way back to your seats. Hallelujah. Glory. We will be starting our winter quarter next Sunday. Uh, I think they got the new books already out here, I believe, for Sunday school. So we will be starting that. And also, uh, the new copy of our daily bread for December, uh, January, and February is out on the welcome desk. This is something that we make available for everybody free of charge. It's a daily devotion reading. It's good uh, to start your um, Bible reading and daily devotion every morning, and uh, you can get a copy uh, laying out there on the, the welcome desk. We're going to turn the service over to, to Ronnie for the Word of God this time. Amen. That's right. Amen. 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 Oh, yes. <laughs> Amen. Joy. Yeah. I don't know. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Praise his holy name. Well, it's great to see everyone in the house of the Lord this afternoon. Those watching by means of live stream, thankful for you to tune in. And it's just been wonderful to be in the presence of the Lord uh, today. Hallelujah. And I know that he has given me a word. Thank you, brother, uh, for us this afternoon as well. And so just let's be in tune for what the Lord will have for us this afternoon. Uh, I thank him for his word and what he put in my spirit to share with you, and I, I know that it has already been confirmed with the rest of the service, and uh, the song that uh, Mother sang, uh, It's My Desire to Live for Jesus. I feel that you will feel that's very appropriate for the message as well, but let's go to the book of Hebrew, chapter 11, Hebrews 11, and we're going to read two Verses there, and 5 and 6 in Hebrew, and then we will jump back backward to Genesis 5 and 24. We're going to open up Hebrews chapter 11, beginning reading at verse 5. Praise the name of the Lord. God is good. And all the time. Amen, amen. Praise the Lord. The word of the Lord reads like this, is by faith Enoch 
was taken away so that he did not see death and was not found because God had taken him. For before he was taken, he had this testimony that he pleased God, that he pleased God. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must first must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Diligently seek him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Going to Genesis 5 and 24 reads like this. And Enoch walked with God. And he was not, for God took him. And the reason I wanted to put that in there is because in uh, Hebrews it, did not, it didn't mention about walking with God, but we understand and know that Enoch walked with God. It was his desire to be close to the Lord. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you for the service thus far. I thank you for the word that you have instilled in me. And now, Lord, I just ask, Lord, for you to use me as you see fit. Lord, let every good thing go forth according to your will, according to your plan and purpose. Let every ear hear. Let every heart be open, Lord, this hour, Lord, for the word that you have given. I give you praise and glory for all things. In the mighty name of Jesus, let everyone say, Amen. Amen. God bless you. You can be seated. So Enoch, when you look it up, it means dedicated. That's what Enoch means, is dedicated. So the message for, the title for today's message or subject is dedicated faith. Dedicated faith. Now, the Word of God uh, tells us about Enoch we, as we read, and it's not a whole lot uh, to go on in Enoch. Enoch's life comes from the lineage of Seth that coming from Adam and Eve because Abel was killed by Cain and Adam and Eve had another child named Seth. So that lineage started, that line, and Enoch come about from that, from that generation of uh, Seth. Now, you may remember that Enoch fathered a, uh, a man by the name of Methuselah. And we, uh, we can probably reconnect that how old did Methuselah be 969, oldest man ever lived. I remember one time uh, at work, uh, I was, I think, in Knoxville, and somebody was talking about how much vacation time one of the guys uh, from up in north said, oh, he's got more time than Methuselah. You know, so when you hear comments like that, you know what they're referring to because that's one thing that kind of gets instilled. You don't, one of those things you don't forget. So Enoch fathered Methuselah, the oldest man ever, but Enoch lived to be 365. He was 65 years old when Methuselah was born. He lived another 300 years, and he walked with God the whole time. The Word says that he walked with God. So for 365 years, he walked with God. His desire was for the Lord. He left the world behind, and he, he focused on God. He wanted, he, he wanted his whole heart and desire to be for the Lord. We know this because the Word says he walked with him, and then God took him as they were walking. Could you imagine that? Now, we uh, look at even 365 years old as being, you know, old. And most people back in that day lived double that. And so some point in time in that 365 years, he walked on to heaven with the Lord. He pleased the Lord so greatly that God just walked him on into heaven. And I just like to imagine myself, could you imagine what that must have been like, that he was so close to the Lord, and, and just all of a sudden, one day when the Lord decided to take him on, he just he was up in glory. Oh, hallelujah. Well, that's going to be 
something that's going to come to fruition for us. Even though we've got to go through a physical death or be changed in the twinkling of an eye, if we're alive and remain, when the Lord comes, we're still going to have that. It's going to happen instantly like that. We close the eyes here. We're going to be open instantly in glory. Hallelujah. That's going to be a blessed day. I'm thankful for that, aren't you? Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. There was another Enoch, though. And this other Enoch came from Cain. When Cain walked away from the Lord, on the opposite end of the spectrum, if you want to say, he walked away from the Lord, he had another child as well, called him Enoch. And he even built a city and named the city Enoch after his son that he had had. But of course, as time would have, as time went on, that, that city and town would be uh, gone with the flood, when the flood came. And so... Even though, even though uh, Enoch that came from Cain, Cain felt like naming the city after him because he, want, he, he walked away from the Lord, but yet he wanted to be big and mighty. And you know, how many know that's you, uh, some, pe- some people want to leave their name on a town or they want to leave a name, they want to leave that they will always be remembered. But that was not for not to happen. We, we remember the Enoch of Seth that came from the godly line instead of the Enoch that Cain had. Amen. You don't. You probably uh, haven't heard too much about. So we see that Cain departed from God, but the line, the lineage of of Seth, they searched out God, even though they were still from Adam and they were still sin, uh, born with sin in their life. They seeked out the Lord. And Enoch, when his generation came, when he was born, he sought the Lord. His desire was for the Lord God. Hallelujah! He wanted to seek Him. And I come to tell someone more than someone today, either everyone in here or those watching by means of the live stream, I know your faith is being tested right now. I know your faith is being tested right now. But the Lord is is wanting to strengthen your faith. He's wanting to lift you up in Him. He's wanting to renew that faith, hallelujah, because we need to be dedicated to the Lord. There's too much on the line in this day and hour than which we live in. We can't be detoured now. We can't falter now. We need to be dedicated to the Lord just like Enoch was. Hallelujah. Woo, hallelujah. Hallelujah. I come to tell someone the Lord sees your heart. The Lord sees your struggle. He sees how that the devil is attacking day after day after day. He's trying to come against your faith. But Jesus says, I'm the one that gives you the strength. Woo! Your strength does not come through you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, your strength comes from the Almighty. Your strength comes from Jesus Christ. And if you'll let Him fill you today, if you'll let Him strengthen you today, Brother Paul, Woo, you'll have a strength like none other. You'll have a strength that you know only come from Jesus Christ. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Is this mic a little too loud? It feels like it's a little loud on me. Are y'all okay? Okay, maybe it's just me yelling. Maybe I'll, I'll try not to. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I don't want to blow y'all out. I, don't, I can't tell too much, but hallelujah. But our faith is being attacked each and every day. But Jesus Christ gives us the strength and the ability to go on. Walking with the Lord is intimacy and fellowship with the Lord. That's what Enoch had. He had an intimacy and a fellowship with Jesus Christ. And we have got to get that embedded into us each and every day 
We have got to lay the world aside. We've got, to, uh, we've got to lay our family, if need be, aside. We've got to lay our job, if need be, aside. We need to put Jesus Christ first and foremost in our lives. If you want to have that strength, that fellowship, that intimacy that you desire, hallelujah, it comes from putting Jesus Christ first. Hallelujah. We must put Him first. That's what Enoch did, and he walked with the Lord. Hallelujah. His desire was to be as close to God as possible. Hallelujah. And we know this because he was taken. The Lord took him up. Hallelujah. Amos 3 and 3 reads like this. Can two walk together unless they are agreed? Can two walk together unless they are agreed? Well, Jesus is agreed to walk with you today if you will walk with him. Don't be the Cain that walked away from God. Hallelujah. Don't be the Cain that walked away. Be the Seth that had come out of that lineage at Enoch that walked with God. Hallelujah. That's desire was God. Hallelujah. Jesus is already in agreement. He came to this earth. He died. He bled for you and for me. His whole heart was for us to be able to come back to Him. Hallelujah. That's why He came to this earth. Jesus agreed to walk with us. It's up to us whether we walk with Him. John 14 and 21, let's look at that. He who has my commandments and keeps them, it is he who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him and manifest myself to him. I love this scripture right here. It speaks to me mightily. He who has my commandments and keeps them. He who has my commandments and keeps them. Jesus was asked one time by a a lawyer that was testing him, what is the great commandment? Jesus said, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. And not only that, the second commandment is just great that you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Those two right there, Jesus says, keep my commandments. Hallelujah. Loving your neighbor as yourself. Hallelujah. Loving the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind, with everything that is within you. If you do that, there's going to be a lot of things that's just going to immediately scatter out of your life. Come on, somebody. When we truly love Jesus, when our desire is to be with Him and to walk with Him and have fellowship with Him, some of those things are going to just be gone. You won't think about them. You won't desire those. You will only desire the things of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Glory to the name of the Lord. But it takes a dedicated faith. It takes a dedicated faith to have that relationship with Jesus Christ. Sure, trials come and they beat us. It's like the storms of life. They just come and our faith just constantly is attacked, constantly is attacked. And we're going to read something in Scripture just in a moment about how our faith helps in that. But faith is the substance or realization of things hoped for the evidence or confidence of things not seen. It's the confidence of things you cannot... There are things that you cannot see, but you can have confidence in it when you have faith and trust in Jesus Christ. You, just like a song we sing, I don't see the answer, I don't see, the pro, I don't see what's coming, but I know I believe. I'm going to praise you through it. I, I'm going to praise you through the trial. I'm going to praise you through the storm. I don't see it. I don't see how it's going to be taken care of, Lord, but I'm going to praise you anyway. Yeah, it's hard for me to praise. It's hard for me to stand on my own two feet and keep going, but I'm going to do it because my desire is to follow you, and I know all strength comes from you. I know all answers come from you. I know you are all truth. Hallelujah. 
Let every man be a liar and Jesus be the truth. Hallelujah. Glory to the name of the Lord. Having a dedicated faith is what it takes to be saved, to go to heaven. If you want to spend eternity in heaven, you've got to keep a dedicated faith in Jesus Christ. You cannot get to heaven any other kind of way other than Jesus Christ. You, it will do you no good to have faith and just simply believe in it. There is a hereafter and you will spend eternity in a good place because you did good works. You was a good person. You wasn't bad. You didn't murder nobody. You, you, know, you didn't do all these terrible crimes that's going on today. I'm going to be. In, I'm going to go to a good place. I'm going to be. In, I'm not going to be tortured and tormented because I was a good person. That's not the way it works. Only faith in Jesus Christ is in believing in Him and His plan of salvation is what you're going to get you in eternity. And get, because He is a Creator. There's no other Creator. There's no other. Hallelujah. This world is going away. He went to prepare a pace for us. That is His promise. And He is coming again to call us to that place that He has created. And that is, I do not see that place right now, but my hope and my confidence is in that what His Word says. He has proven so much to me already, and I will not doubt Him. I will not deny Him. I'm going to that place that He is coming to receive me. Aren't you today? Hallelujah. Glory to the name of the Lord. Praise His holy name. Let's look at Ephesians uh, 2, verse 8 and 9. For by grace you have been saved through faith. By grace, it, sure, grace you have been saved, but it's through your faith. Grace does nobody any good if you don't have faith in Jesus Christ. Grace will benefit nobody if you don't have faith in Jesus Christ. And not that of yourselves. It is the gift of God. What does verse 9 say? Not of works, lest anyone should boast. There's nothing you can do. There, you can't, just like I mentioned just a second ago, you cannot be the best individual known to mankind and make it to heaven. I remember one time when I was in uh, working up in Salem, there we was, I was talking to a gentleman up there, and he was talking about how many people he tried to help because he felt blessed uh, of the Lord, and he wanted to try to help other people. Uh, and he thought, well, maybe the Lord will give him some bonus points or something for that. But, you know, and, I, and, and I'm thinking and hoping maybe he was just, you know, kind of being sarcastically funny. But surely that is not the case and people don't really feel that way because you can give everything that you have away and be the biggest philanthropist that there ever was and still go to a devil's hell that was that is prepared for the devil and the angels, not prepared for mankind. But you can still, you can put yourself there by not accepting Jesus Christ. We have to accept Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. It's through faith. I'm reminded of the time Zacchaeus climbed the sycamore tree, and we remember that story. He was a small man of stature, and he climbed that sycamore tree, and Jesus came by, and Jesus looks and says, Zacchaeus, come down. Today I must stay at your house. And what does Zacchaeus say? He says, look, Lord, look, Lord, I will give half of my goods to the poor. And then not only that, if I have taken anything from someone by fault or wrong, I, I'll restore fourfold. That wasn't Zacchaeus trying to give everything he can to have salvation because Jesus said, today salvation has come to your house. This is a son of Abraham. Abraham 
had faith in, in God and it was counted to him as righteousness. That's exactly what Zacchaeus had. He had faith in Jesus Christ of who he said he was. And he just, because he had that much faith in Jesus, he wanted to make amends for the wrong that he had done. So he, he did give half of his goods to the poor and he, and he did restore that. More than what the law even was allowed for. He gave more than the law said he had to. So, so Zacchaeus... His faith is what brought him salvation, not the fact that he gave away a lot of what he had in his goods. Hallelujah. So it's not by doing good deeds. It's in faith in Jesus Christ. It takes a dedicated faith. When we have a dedicated faith in Jesus, we get our healings. How many times have we heard and read in Scripture where Jesus said, Go your way. Your faith has made you well. Or your faith has made you whole. Time and time again. Jesus had the power and he did this from time to time. He turned, uh, he, he, I was going to say, he turned water into wine, which he did, and that was a miracle. He could just speak something and it be. But when it comes to healing and people come to him, it was their faith in him that that compassion just come up and, that, and he saw their faith, he felt their faith, he knew what their heart was, and he, just, he wanted to heal them. He wanted to take care of them because of their faith. Just like the, we knew of the woman who had the issue of blood. Let's look at Luke 8 and 48. What did Jesus say? He said to her, daughter, daughter, be of good cheer. Your faith has made you well. Go in peace. Your faith has made you well. There's something to keeping that dedicated faith in Jesus Christ. If you want your life to be better than it is, better than it was, it's faith in Jesus Christ. There's going to be circumstances come. There's going to be trials come. But keeping a, a, a renewed faith in Him, not altering, standing, your faith in Him is going, to make, is going to make the way. Hallelujah. Because His compassion is going to unleash the answers for you. His compassion is going to heal you. His compassion is going to show the, shine the light in the darkness. Hallelujah. Thank the Lord. Praise His holy name. Faith is also a shield to us. Faith is a shield to us. It takes faith to completely defeat the enemy. And Jesus Christ is already defeated and won over the devil. But sometimes us, even as Christians, and even though we may be Holy Ghost filled, sometimes we still just allow ourselves to be beat up by the devil, be abused, be, be whooped. we get whooped up by him. We, we, we start believing his lies because you know what the devil does? Just like, the, just like social media and the local newscast on, on TV, they give you just a little dab of truth just a little dab, just something to hook you. That sounds, yeah, that's, that's right. They give just a little dab of truth, just a little bit, and then a big old lie to just draw you in and suck you in. Hallelujah. That's the way the devil does. He tries to get just a little bit, and he comes against you. But how many know there's a shield of protection through our faith today? Hallelujah. There's a shield of protection that's got to be standing in front of us. Hallelujah. That's going to take out those fiery darts of the devil that, sh that he shoots toward us. Let's look at uh, Ephesians 6 and 16. Talking about putting on the whole armor of God. 6 and 16 reads like this. Above all. Everybody said above all. Taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all. Not just one or two, not just some, not just on Tuesdays and Thursdays, all the fiery darts of the wicked one. Your faith is a shield today. And you get attacked day in and day out, but that faith in Jesus Christ is a shield that's going to 
quench and put out every fiery dart that comes your way. Hallelujah. Glory to the name of the Lord. Woo, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. I know it. I know each and every one's faith is being attacked. There's so many darts being, being shot at you now each and every day. The devil wants to take you out. He can't stand that you have what he don't have. So he's going to try to attack what's most important to you. He's going to try to attack what your protection is. And that's that faith in Jesus Christ. But if, as long as you keep that full, that body full shield in front of you, he can't, he can't have any power over you. Hallelujah. Woo, glory to the name of the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Jesus is wanting to restore somebody's faith today in this church. Because your faith has been attacked time and time again. It's those fiery darts have been coming day after day after day. And you maybe have gained a little bit of ground. You may have, you may have come a, 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 a short distance and then you feel like the rug is just pulled out from under you. You feel like, you feel like the, 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 all, all the gaining, that you, all, the, all the territory that you have taken away that you had just been slipped right back out from under you. And that's the way the devil works. That's the, way, that's the way he moves. He's just constantly relentless. But that's why greater is he that is within you than he that was in the world. We can't handle this and take care of this ourselves church. We can't do this by ourselves. It's only through Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Back in Old Testament days, days and times of David even, they had a shield that would be in front of them. It was a full, a full body shield that would be that would place in front of them that would block those arrows and things that would come. That was their protection. And in the spirit world, in the spirit realm, that's the same thing we have. That's why your faith, your dedication to faith is so important. And it's a shield, like the word says, it's a shield. It will protect you. But we, can, we cannot let the devil win and have his way. We cannot believe his lies. Hallelujah. And I know I'm harping on this for a minute, but, I, I, but the Lord let me know that there are so many people that their faith is just about gone out. Your faith is just a little flicker. And it's about gone out. But Jesus wants to restore that today. He wants to restore that this hour. And have you be reminded that your strength is in Him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory be the name of the Lord. Praise His holy name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Faith is a shield to us. Dedicated faith. Just that's how Enoch was. He had a dedicated faith. And winding down and closing up, I'm going to read to you Hebrews 12 chapter 2, but I'm going to read it to you in the Passion Translation because I want you to, uh, the writer here uh, of the uh, Passion Translation, the way he words it is really good. Hebrews 12, 2, under the Passion, oh, it looks like they did have it. I didn't think they was going to have it. We look away from the natural realm and we focus our attention and expectation unto Jesus who birthed faith within us thank you Lord and who leads us forward into face protection hallelujah his example is this because his heart was focused on the joy of knowing that you would be his think about that for a moment his joy was knowing and seeing down through the years that you would be his hallelujah and I'm going to, 
they probably didn't put this in there, but I'm going to read the, uh, the man who wrote this Passion Translation. He put a little insert in here. It reads like this, Or instead of the joy set before him, this was the joy of our salvation. He placed before his eyes the bliss we would forever share together with him, which empowered him to go through his agony instead of remaining in heaven's glory with the Father and all the angels. He chose you as the joy set before him. He desires you to the point of laying down his life and being God for all eternity to be with you. He pursued you, not seeing your weakness and failures, but what you will be. He can see what we will be in the end from the beginning. This was the joy that prompted him to become a man. Hallelujah. He endured the agony of the cross and conquered its humiliation and now sits exalted at the right hand of, God, of the throne of God. Hallelujah. See, Jesus, God, come down out of heaven and took on fleshly form man so that we could be with him again, so we could have that communion, so we could be together. He left the glory that was up there so that he could come down here to earth and be close to us. Hallelujah. That was what he wanted to do. He wanted us to come back to him. And he knows the beginning from the end. He, is, he was the beginning from the end. He knows from the front to the back. We cannot see what lies tomorrow. We don't know what tomorrow brings, but Jesus does. He is our promise. He is our hope. He is our future. He is everything to us. Hallelujah. And he gave his life for me and you that we could one day be in glory with him. I don't know about you, but I'm going to remain my dedicated faith on Jesus Christ today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's stand together this afternoon. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I thank you for your attention today. Pastor, I didn't tell him, ask him to play a song or anything like that, but I would today that before we leave this service, that as many want to gather around as can, and that we close out this service in the season of prayer, because I know what the Lord instilled within me, and the way the service is gone, He's confirmed His word. There's someone here today that your faith is about gone out. And you need to be restored today. You need to be uplifted today. Hallelujah. Maybe uh, maybe it's, it, it's already been someone that uh, through the worship service has already received something. But I don't, want to miss, I don't want to leave and close out this service without giving everyone the opportunity to receive, to be renewed in the faith of Jesus Christ. Because it's only through Him that, that we live and have our being. It's only through Him that we can exist. It's only through Him that we can face tomorrow. Without Jesus Christ, there, it, it's not worth facing tomorrow. Without Jesus, hallelujah. As he plays something today, we're here to pray with you, of course, for anything. But let's gather around and have a season of prayer today. Hallelujah. As we close out this service. Glory to the name of the Lord. I care not today what tomorrow may bring. If shadow or sunshine
lost in confide Dean and his great love From all harm safe In the sheltering Thank you, mighty Lord. Amen.
a dedicated faith. It's going to take that dedicated faith to see us through. And I appreciate that message and that word that he gave us today because understand this, no matter what you may feel is under attack, it could be your it could be your health, it could be a family situation, it could be finances, it could be a lot of things. But the main thing that all leads back, what the devil wants to take from you is your faith. Because what he preached today, without faith, it's impossible to please God. And as we get closer to the end, we get closer to the coming of the Lord, it's going to get it's going to get more difficult. The devil will do everything he can to attack your faith. You know the Bible says that in the last days he would wear out the saints of the most time. And sometimes the battles that we go through it, it makes us feel that way, don't it? Amen. That goes back to our devotion scripture this morning, don't it? Amen. But folks, I'm going to tell you right now, don't believe a little bit of the devil's lie because you will make it. God loves you. You're his child. What parent in this house would not stand up for their children or their grandchildren? Well, how much more I have a father Hallelujah. How much more, our Heavenly Father? I just feel like I just feel like saying this right now for the benefit of somebody. Always remember God's got your back. God's got your back. He's gonna be there. Hallelujah. Amen. I just praise appreciate the Lord. Glorify him. Give him a hand clap of praise. Praise the Lord. Yes.